Hello and welcome to Franchise Sports Talk Baseball. Uh, we have about three days to the trade deadline, so we're going to um, preview what might happen, maybe what should happen. Um, so Sam, what, what do you think is how it's going to play out over the next three days? Um, as ever, it's quite hard to tell this year. Um, but there seems there's a lot of noise and kind of it feels like bigger names than normal. Or I don't know if this happens every year and I just forget. But um, yeah, like actual all stars could be traded. Yeah. But also when it hasn't happened yet, I always struggle to believe it's going to happen. I sort of need them to move because yeah. there's just always noise about story and Scherzer and all of this stuff. And none, none of it's actually happened yet. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of players that you expect them to move. And for quite a while, they feel like they're going to be traded, this deadline. Um, and yeah, it's yet to happen. And even, even a lot of them, I feel like there's hardly even been any talk. Not even had any reports. I think particularly position players. There's a lot of position players that are becoming free agents. Um, but I think, with, well, uh, over the last few years, as we've seen, I think teams are not willing to give up very much for rentals and maybe particularly so position players who aren't necessarily going to like make give you the advantage in the playoffs whereas pitchers are more likely to make that difference I think um so yeah I yeah I don't know whether we'll end up with stalemate or some of these players moving for what people seem to think is uh cheap yeah well, actually, and that- we see that response every time someone gets traded, don't yeah. we? Yeah, I was just going to say, actually, yeah, the Adam Fraser trade is one of the few that has happened, or the biggest one that's happened yet, probably. And yeah, a lot of response to that was that was cheap. Although when I looked at it, I thought that's, you know, that's a decent return, really. Yeah, and for who he is, I mean, um, he's got he's a weird one because he's got another year of control. A lot of the big names we're talking about, some of it is also, it's multiple of them are meant to come from the Cubs and Kimbrel. Like this idea that they're now having a yeah. full-on fire sale, which always seems a stupid thing to let that get out. That that's what you're doing. Yeah, although like, it's sort of you... obvious, isn't it? Yeah, Everyone knew all year that loads of their players were coming for agents. And, and well, they've now they said about financially, wasn't it? Yeah. Once they said, we can't afford to extend these guys or we're not going to or whatever it is, you basically are not in a good position to negotiate. So I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, there was a tweet, I think, from Heyman before we started recording about um, them looking to trade everyone might not be anyway I can't remember who it was but someone was saying about them trying to trade everyone and like I don't know how they're going to do that like I, I would be surprised they trade all of them I bet at least two of their position players they end up just doing the qualifying offer um, yeah I mean which, that's if the, it's Javi Baez will get taken you'd imagine that's the thing is there's there seems to be a lot of position players on the market that are like available um, but there's not that much demand Whereas, like always, there's loads of demand for pitching and there doesn't seem to be that much available. Particularly the starting market. Um, yeah. And the ones... It's weird because the rental pitches are the ones where you potentially can get value is if, if there's not that much demand for rental and you take him and he gives you whatever it is, a good half of a season of relief or six good starts to the rest of the season and then like a great playoff series of starts like just that that's where like that can change your whole season um but loads of them have got a year haven't they like Berrios has yeah. a year um and so does mark i think Herman marquez has more I, than that and they've said I, they don't yeah. want to trade him out of what is available i think 
I mean, Scherz obviously is the big impact one, isn't he? Well, he's hurt even. Even well, he's I, dealing I was, with that triceps yeah, thing. I was looking at that, though, um, just before we started. And I think that's more a case of them being really cautious and even maybe, like, even Scherzer maybe being really cautious of like, particularly given that he's becoming a free agent and obviously he's a bit older now. Uh, but it sounded like a, it was a bit of a thing if he just, when he was warming up at one point, he just had a bit of like, you know, his arm hurt a little bit. So he was like, okay, I'm going to miss a start. Yeah, I think he he would have been able to start with it if it was the wild card game. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, if that that is not a thing that's like actually preventing him, like he couldn't pitch at all. Yeah, if it was a big game, he would have been pitching. It's just he's it's pitching for a team that he's probably about to leave. Uh, when he's when he's getting on and he's about to be a free agent. I mean, yeah. Um, so I I wouldn't be too worried about that. And also, it's like even though he's not quite as dominant maybe as he has been like the last few years when he's been winning Cy Youngs, but. He's still, I mean, he's still, still quite, there, isn't he? He's still unbelievably good. Um, I mean, his his ERA plus this year is one three five. Yeah, it's not as good as it's been, like for the loss. But I mean, that was literally he had one two. He had seven consecutive top five Cy Young finishes, winning three Cy Youngs over that period. Uh, he's basically maybe not quite that good now, but that's like one of the best but pitching still, runs anyone's still ever probably had. All star, all star level. Still, really. Oh yeah, I mean, he was an all-star, and his whip is under 0. 0.9. Um, yeah, 5.8 hits per nine he's giving up this year. Yeah, I mean, that, a lot of years those are um, still Cy Young numbers. Yeah, it's just the yeah the first half of this year is skewed stuff, so those numbers are um, yeah more normal, ridiculously. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the thing. Well, like you were saying, I mean, you said just always started, didn't you? That he apparently wants to go to the West, and and because he's got a obviously a no trade course. Yeah. From his ten five rights, uh, he basically gets to choose where he's going, and I think he's only going somewhere that's got a chance to win the World Series. And um, that also makes it difficult for the Nationals potentially to negotiate anything. I mean, yeah. if he says I'll I'll go to one of these three teams then you maybe get a bit of a bidding war but you need all three of those teams to be willing to pay him yeah. and willing to give up prospects um it feels very dodgers to me with bauer out kersher on the il um, yeah and uh dustin mays out for the year isn't he like they're starting pitching they're still rolling out a ridiculous rotation because of course they are um yeah but it's, it's exactly the sort of thing they do as well isn't it those like yeah they're not you know, gonna we're, already, the money. we're still really good but we're just gonna add just to add someone like that, like when they got Manny Mercado on a rental. Yeah, and we got Garbage. Justin Turner at third base. Just add Manny Mercado anyway. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'd be interesting to know what the sort of package would take for that, um, because the one thing actually that, in terms of like trade chips that contenders have, one of the more obvious ones I think that actually has very valuable is Kibit Ruiz. For the yeah. Dodgers, who has been, is now like, I mean, a lot of, like, last few years, he's, he's always been, like, a really highly rated prospect, but hasn't parted the numbers. And this year in AAA, he's putting up ridiculous hitting numbers. And a there's no to go. And no they've, uh, to go yeah, they've got Will Smith, who's obviously still really young, had low team control. 
Um, so yeah, like they've not really got room to for him on the roster, or at least to get regular at bats. So it's like, yeah, I mean he's he's probably one of the most valuable prospects that uh, on a contender that could obviously be moved. I think Joey Bart, the Giants are thought to be less aggressive than the Dodgers, and they probably will be. But Joey Bart falls into the similar thing. Um, yeah. Where they, they don't have Will Smith in front of him, but like Posey looked almost certain he's going to stay for a couple more years, you'd think. Um, and yeah, the, he also, the thing with that is that he was drafted by the previous yeah. front office, wasn't he? Yeah. He's the, and yeah. And then the year after, or two years after, the new front office then drafted another catcher. I think it might have been the next year, but yeah, yeah. Which so, sort of so yes, maybe. Yeah, they they might not be in love with Joey Bart as a prospect, and I, this isn't necessarily Scherzer related, but I think I mean everyone can do with a starting pitching upgrade. The Giants and Dodgers yeah. have been linked with Berrios as well. Yeah, I think it's I I mean I can't see the Giants, and it's probably the same for a lot of teams now. Is giving up that level of prospect for a rental? No, it's no, like I, I think they're only I. doing that if. The other guy, if the guy they're getting is going to sign an extension. Well, Berrios is isn't a rental, is he? I think Berrios has got another year. No, he's got another year. Yeah. Yeah, Berrios earliest free agent, end of next season. Um, obviously not the same caliber as Scherzer, but that would make more sense for the Giants, particularly with um, all of their rotation becoming free agents basically at the end of the year. Yeah, that is one thing that yeah, just more starting pitching. I think is a need for the Giants really, even even with how good their rotation's been. Because Galsman, his last two starts, like since the All Star break, has um, well, been his worst two starts of the season. I don't know, I think. Yeah. Um, um, and another guy who falls into that extra year is Kyle Gibson, whose result numbers are probably a bit better than they're actually going to be long term. I mean, well, and also, have you seen over his last few starts, his numbers? Yeah, yeah. And that's a bit of the regression that you're probably yeah. waiting for. Um, but then if, I, you're, if you're a yeah. buyer, that might also help that the price yeah, comes down a little bit. Down. You'd hope. Although I feel like some, I sometimes when the starts like some of the one they had terrible wasn't even like eight run, eight runs in one of them. Yes, I feel yeah, like he, when he the starts really are that bad, that is more than that strikes me as more than like oh, this is a bit of regression. That is like, I mean, he just he's he's obviously not pitched well to get up that many runs. Yeah, and he'll be he's thirty four before the end of this postseason as well. Like, there's possible that, like, yeah, there's a lot of concern when you start seeing that. And he's not, and he'd never been that good before this season. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's one that you're getting a guy that's like hot, hot as he's ever been, and now he's stopped being hot. It's like, what? I don't know how much value there is there. I don't see someone will take him if he's cheap, Um, but I don't know if the Rangers can expect to really get that much for him. Also, the Rangers, uh, they're worse this year than they've been in other years where they could have sold, admittedly. But, like, they've not done the just blowing everything up, really, have they? Like they they've often kind of... Well, not that sort of thing. Well, like I don't think they're going to get rid of Kyle Gibson if the market for him has just collapsed. I don't think they're just going to get rid of him for, like, nothing. No. I, I don't, they're, they're not that sort of organisation. Not like the Pirates. No. No, um, well, yeah, or a few others who have done similar stuff recently. Where this guy's got whatever it is he's. Got, I think he's due like seven and a half million next year. Teams would just like, yeah, if you'll pay that money, fine, whatever. The Rangers are not like that. Like they often do 
well, like Gibson himself, they sign these veterans in free agency. Yeah. They're not um they're not terrified of spending money. I mean Joey Gallo's another one actually he's one of the position players that's for like all Rube, month there's been talk about him. It's gone uh, very quiet with him. Yeah, I've not heard anything quiet. or like any links really to anyone. And I mean, yeah, that is the thing is that I don't know. They'd get a haul for him as well. They would get a real yeah, haul much, for him. How much uh, team control is there? End of next year as well. But that's like 18 months of a guy. 137 OPS plus this year. Um, he had a bit of a down year last year, but as we've said on previous pods, um, and this will be part of everyone's career review, is that was a tiny season. He had a bad 57 games. Usually you don't see that. Because yeah, like just... he only played seventy in twenty nineteen and was an all star and was incredible and it's like okay he's he might be somewhere between those two players and even if he is he's awesome um, yeah as he's... well as his versatility and he's actually a really good defender he's leading all of baseball in walks this year wow and he's struck out one hundred twenty four times which is lower than usual for him isn't it is it. Through ninety four, I mean, it's quite a high. lot. That is ridiculously high. I mean, he's got a three eighty on base percentage though, so I mean, who, who really cares? Yeah. But, um, it sounds like he's not going to be moved, which is kind of one of those things. Um, I, we don't want to get stuck on the Rangers for too long here, but where that's that's exactly like they really should be trading him away, like the Orioles should have done with Mercado. And yeah. Cleveland should have done with Lindor. Like they both were like clearly not earlier. going to get there. Yeah, I guess the Rangers are more likely to extend Gallo. Maybe. Yeah. Like, maybe it's not quite as bad as that, but like not quite that level of star either, probably. Yeah. But I still think they would get. I mean, he's a Gold Glove outfielder and all-star hitter who can play infield if you need him to. Like, yeah, he would get a lot of stuff. I think. Yeah. If they trade him now. But it seems unlikely. So I guess we should move on to people who might actually get traded. Yeah, I mean, although in terms of position players, I, I mean, there's, I keep saying there's a lot of guys there. I'm not sure where they're going though, particularly. And we'll Chris probably Bryant see... could go anywhere. I think Chris yeah. Bryant will move, won't he? Chris Bryant, Bryant's surely going to move because well, they, they've basically fallen out, haven't they? Like over the last couple of years. And he can play. It's the fact Crash he can Bryant. play everywhere. Yeah, he can play everywhere. Um, and I mean. Th- even though his numbers last couple of years might not have been as good, oh, he's, he bounced back a bit this year, but like basically over his whole career so far, the calibre of hitter he's been um, is, yeah, well, very, very when, good. And when he's, there's been a mark drop-off over a period, it's basically been when he's been hurt. Yeah. Either he's played hurt and then gone on the IL, or he's just come back and he doesn't get up to speed. Like I think the floor... For if you think Chris Bryant is going to be healthy for the next five or six years, the floor for him is so high, and we've seen what the ceiling is like. Is like in that group of just behind Mike Trout level of hitter, isn't it? Like yeah, although he's not been there for a while, be. it's like yeah, he can be, he can be that good, and plays passable to better defense like all over the field. Yeah, um, there's it, another he's... one though. We're being a rental, isn't it? Of like, it's now yeah, like gonna you're not going to get a big haul for him. No, I'm not I mean, getting you're not much, get much talk at all. No, and and because he's high on arbitration money, for a lot of franchises, they'll be like, "Well, you either need to cover some of that money, or we're not giving you like any prospects," as we've seen with other deals in the past. Um, I I don't I don't really want to go into landing spots for him because I just think there's like they're almost everywhere. When you can play that many positions and you're that good, is like yes, the Giants could do with Chris Bryant. Yes, the Dodgers could 
yes, the Mets could. The Braves absolutely definitely could do with Chris Bryant. Phillies get way better to have Chris Bryant. Like, just look at any of the contenders. And it's like, you put Chris Bryant in there, yes, they're a better team. Um, and because it's a rental, they could all talk themselves into it, I think. Yeah. Um, one way or another. Like, whether the fan base would be happy about it, I don't know. And obviously, the front offices have got different approaches to this. Yeah, but like, there's, there's also that Sorry, question mate. of which team should be trading for anyone, like, should be going for it full stop. And the ones that should, it's like, yeah, he just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, like no questions asked. Um, and, yeah. I, the number of teams has, since our last podcast, almost a month ago, we have seen that break, haven't we? We have seen that real yeah. break. That was basically the theme of our last podcast, was which directions teams can end up going, depending on what happens over the next month. And there's been... I mean, yeah, we we're just talking about this just before we started, but there's... There's been, well, that's, that change has now happened. I think there don't as many teams that are waiting still. Although I did just read something in the Ken Rosenthal article that apparently the Angels are waiting for what happens in this series that they're playing or something. They're waiting a couple of days. They're always waiting. Yeah. But like, I, I mean, they're 10 games back in their division. I don't really. They've got Mike Trout to come back, though, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't there think they that. should be buying, it's, but also. They're always in a position where it's like if they can just add some more pitching. Well, they have been yeah. for like 10 years. And then even if they add some more pitching, the pitching isn't good enough when it plays for them. Uh, it's, it feels more fundamental, doesn't it? Yeah. I've kind um, of gone past the point of believing. Although some quite a lot of their numbers have improved, um, but not enough. Yeah. I've anyway, just gone past the point of believing with them that you can o- put pitches there. Other than them, I would say everyone else is like, should be pretty much decided now of like, are they going or are they not? Are they just staying where they are? What, in or like, or out, yeah. Yeah, although staying where you are, can there can be some minor trades, I suppose, where you don't give up much. But like, so the Nationals, when we last did a podcast, I think we're two games off the Mets. They've now just, well, they've, they've been bad since then, including just getting swept by the Orioles. So they are now Good, out. And I believe... Goodbye. I think I've seen... I don't know if it was an actual quote from the GM or what, or it was just... There's too, so much stuff of like speculation or it was actual news that it's hard to tell sometimes. Or just noise, yeah. <laughs> of But the, the Nationals were basically listening to offers for anyone other than Juan Soto. Yeah, Trey Turner stuff has ramped up. I, and I, I definitely saw a report, unfortunately, I can't remember where from. Again, the life of scrolling through um, trade deadline season. Um of yeah they tried to extend Turner that's a lot of stuff that's happening at the moment isn't it is a lot of teams come to we've tried to get an extension same as Starling Marte yeah a lot of the news is and that's what's making me think this could be a really big few days is yeah that's the tipping point isn't it is where they go we've got this guy either expiring the end of this year or the end of next if you can't come to an extension with him surely you have to trade him and it means they're either getting traded now or in the off-season, you'd think, for most of these guys. And there seems to be a lot of like really good players who've hit that point. Yeah. Trevor think... Story, I don't think, has had quite the same flip. No, but there's the... definitely an element of they're not going to extend him. Or no, the problem with Trevor Story is that he has not been good this year. In particular, last month, I think he's been really bad offensively. Yeah, he's really stunk the place out, hasn't he? And his defensive numbers... I mean, he, well, the, it's the other thing I was saying I was just reading is he... I mean, he was out with an elbow injury earlier this season. And since he's been back, he's made a lot of throwing errors. 
Well, that's good, isn't it? That's a good sign. As well as his, uh, well, and also hitting quite badly. Um, and well, just his general defensive range numbers are like way down compared to uh, the last couple of years before this year. He was like a top three defensive shortstop. And now he's absolutely now he's not. like middle of the pack um, and not hitting that much. So oh. I, I think he might not move, you know. I would like to get some smugness in on that one, as I would also like to briefly about Eric Hosmer again. Um, oh, yeah. This, we could probably is, find the This podcast. whole Eric Hosmer contract, you know, it's almost like this is like the origins of franchise sports in a way. It was one of our first articles I think it, on the website. It might have been the first article. Was that was stupid, and it's was taken that, them like three Eric or Hosmer, four years. Yeah, was basically just saying how bad that Eric Hosmer contract is. And now they are apparently trying to get rid of it. And would have to like attach an asset. But I was, what I was going to say on the story thing was I can't remember we did a pod right off the Arenado trade, but I'm pretty sure I said it on the podcast and I've definitely written it. Was they should have, once they traded Arenado, whether Arenado demanded it or not, they should have traded Story because extending him when they were going to be bad, they would just risk the same Arenado situation. And they should have traded him in the off season. He was, like you said, this like. Great defender, stealing bases, hitting massive bombs, shortstop. And now they've got to a point where it's like they might not. I'm sure someone would take him, but they might literally have to like give him away at this point, given all the stuff we've said about position yeah. player rentals and that sort of thing. Well, oh, I've just seen like, that they they might they might just take the compensation instead. Yeah, I think I, it's I what mean, they're going to do. Which is just like, how do they get this stuff so wrong? There was no way they were even going to be like halfway good, and with Trevor Story. You get like there's always this what if he's brilliant for half a season, but as we've said about position player rentals, I don't think your value can go up when your control goes from one year to half a year. You're like, I don't, you, I don't think you can be good enough for your value to actually no. go up over that period. Losing the time matters too much, yeah, exactly. And I think, well, if Trey Turner's be on the market, I mean, he's oh, it's a completely different situation because he's going to obviously take a package like a big package to get him. But it pushes him further down, doesn't it? Because you have the buyers thing as well. It's like they're basically just going to try and get rid of buyers. Um, and I don't know there's there's quite there's a number of options now, and he's like not really the top of that list anymore. Yeah, we're not we're not even close to it. Um, yeah, Turner. I guess that to, at least with Turner, is it slightly a different option because Turner has the extra year of control, so. Is maybe different buyers like maybe one of these teams that's loitering around the middle takes a shot on Trevor Story, but like they're not going to give anything up. Like we said, like the teams that are somewhere from like seven to ten games out of uh, their division or the wild card or whatever, some of those teams might do a flyer on a player or two. Um, but that's what they're now getting for Trevor Story. If they traded them in the off season, he'd had three straight seasons where he'd got MVP votes, had a year of control. This complete yeah. two-way star. I ju- he's just so stupid. I just think it's so so yeah. stupid what they've that done. That was when they should have traded him. Yeah, and I, I we don't even know what if the, the packages and offer weren't that good. They're better than this. They're better than what they're going to be now. Yeah, and in fact, even if he'd been great for this half a season, they were probably better than what they would be now. Yeah, and and they, they weren't going to be good this year, were they really? No. I mean, he's, he's actually helps them that the Diamondbacks are historically bad, so they don't look quite as quite as humiliating. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, we could 
I just mentioned the Diamondbacks. The Eduardo Escobar thing, that seemed to be one of the earliest things, wasn't it, that was talk of? It sounded like it was going to happen. It was like on the edge like of happening, wasn't gonna, it? He was going to go to the White Sox. And he's still playing in Arizona. I, I 31 win Arizona Diamondbacks. I don't think the White Sox have added a second baseman, have they? Was I missed something? Um, no. No, surely not. So, I mean, they, you'd expect them to still do something there because they had, well, until Madriga was injured, he was, I mean, he was being good. Part of that infield. And now they, yeah, they basically have a hole in the infield. They've had for a while since Madriga's been injured. And I, I mean, they don't exactly need it. They're, they're going to win the division. By probably. miles, actually, yeah. Yeah, um, so it's not that urgent, I guess, but also for, just for the playoffs, really. It's quite nice to not have like a, a hole in the lineup. And Escobar can move around the field. I, he's a really like yeah one of these underrated guys that doesn't even get called underrated. He's that underrated, I think. Just like very very solid. Yeah, he's uh, usually pretty consistent as well, isn't he? Yeah. Um, well, another one who had a bad season last season. But other than that, he's been like comfortably above average for a few years now. Plays just like all over the field. Yeah, I mean that's that's exactly what you want, I think. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. The White Sox still seems sort of too obvious, and maybe this is just they're negotiating, and it's a case of like seeing who blinks first with that. But I mean, if, there's loads of other teams like who should consider swooping in on that. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean he'd he'd be a good fit for a lot of teams, wouldn't he? Yeah, I think similar. To be honest, I mean, this is this might be a little bit controversial. The uh, but the Adam Fraser trade, I mean, there was a lot of positivity about it. We were both a bit negative about it. Um, I think maybe even there he would have been a better option. Yeah, his numbers yeah, aren't as good this year, but also I don't expect Fraser to keep that up at all. I mean, his whole career has just been a slap hitter. He's basically been a slap hitter that has been hot for a bit and also well I think the last month his numbers haven't been anywhere near as good as the rest of the season for Frazier and um, well Escobar's got 22 home runs this year which is I mean that's pretty standard stuff for him as well yeah that's a lot that's a lot of home runs Um, and that is that's 14 more than Eric Hosmer's got I know that's not who'd be replacing I just wanted to add that in there yeah. <laughs> 20, 22 home runs is also five more than Manny Machado. 22 home runs is no joke at this point of the season. Um, Switch hitter as well. Yeah, I, I just... It, I agree. Decent, actually, have decent numbers against both. A slight, um, a slight side note and a little bit of a straw man. I think the Padres stuff, I've really liked a lot of what they've done. Um, and it is cool to see a team being aggressive, even in their position. But I also think this idea that a team is being aggressive means everything they do is brilliant gets a bit overdone. And they yeah. definitely had some of that. Um, they've made some really good moves. But like even the Hosmer move was like wildly like yeah. applauded at the time. That, and that was before they were good, wasn't it? The whole, the whole thing there was like, oh, yeah, they're going to build around him. But now well, it's well, like don't do that. all their don't... prospects came up. They signed Mercado and it's like, yeah, he's now like the weakest hitter in the lineup, which looked like he would be, like, on an actual good team. Yeah. And I mean, and having your weakest pitcher at first stuff. base. 
Cronenworth and Not Grisham great. are like these are all really like good moves they've made. But I th it, we almost get carried away with the like just like clapping and crazy at, like anything where it's like they've tried to acquire someone that we consider a name, and Adam Frazier has become that, and he was having a great season, deserved to be an all star, all of this stuff. Um, I just think some of the conversation around the Padres has got a bit like a little bit carried away with it is that he's not just adding players is always yeah, like a massive masterstroke. Also the thing is that, I mean, most of their infield has been pretty good. Yeah, and they're going to have him in I the mean, outfield. He's going to be like, a well, super utility guy. But yeah, the outfield's been good as well. It's just, I guess, an extra guy on the bench that's helpful. Also, it's like, I don't know, a, a lot of teams get good bench guys without having to give up prospects. I mean, the Giants yes. get good, uh, just just really good players without having to cut prospects. Well, so do the Dodgers. Like, I, yeah. And that might be, we have no, this might be a, a freak year for the Giants. It's obviously not for the Dodgers. But that NL West race, unless they are going to have some massive playoff reform, the Padres have got to be in there for the long haul because they're not just going to like rattle off three division titles. Like, it's going to be so, so competitive. At least yeah, with the Dodgers, maybe with the Giants too. Yeah, and that like that anything where they're short, they've got Tatis forever, they've got Mercado forever, and they've got so many more prospects as well. Is I just feel like anything where like yeah. you really don't need to rush this, you really really don't need to rush this. If you've got upside in the farm system, is don't throw that away. Um, and particularly for a guy like Frazier, where it's like yeah, he's probably going to be average to a little bit above average as a hitter. Good to get that depth, all of this stuff. But that's not been their problem so far this year. Um, yeah, I, I just didn't love that trade at all. I think it, it's a weird, weird move in a way, um, and particularly with where they are, like they're they're properly heading for a wild card game. And I'm sure we can all say it's very stupid if he hits a grand slam in the wild card game, but um, that's a lot of pressure on a trade, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's talk they're also going for more pitching as well, isn't it? Well, the, the Barrios thing, I think, is a big one. Um... And that's going to cost them. That's going to cost them. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, it just seemed a little bit unnecessary. I don't know. I guess they didn't give up a huge amount, but also it's just giving up depth, isn't it? Giving up prospect depth. You don't need and to. And there were people that were hitting in the minors as well, weren't they? Yeah. I, I think we kind of get, we, it's the easy way to do it is you look at prospect lists I, and stuff. I think the shortstop they gave up, um, Came up to the majors. Has had some. He's had fifty play appearances in the majors and was bad, basically. But also, he's only twenty-one, and a twenty-one-year-old smashing it in AAA. Twenty-one-year-old that's got to the majors is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay, maybe, maybe he'll go up and down for a bit. But that happens quite a lot with guys that then end up being really good. I mean, Aaron Judge, in his first, he like, sucked. He sucked a month or two, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. It was bad. Really bad. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not obviously I'm not saying this guy's gonna be Aaron Judge, but I'm just saying also. I think we've we've got a bit addicted with like we've had a lot of prospects who've had instant success. Tatis obviously being one of them, um, yeah. and that's actually not the norm even for a lot of the top guys. Is it takes yeah. some time before they really break out in the majors or even can like live at the major league level? Um, and yeah, just a bit of patience, I think, is is maybe worthwhile. We'll see. Maybe the Padres go and run and win the division. I look very stupid, but I just I 
I fear they might be being slightly rash with some of these moves. Yeah. Uh, on, on actually on note of shades that have happened, um, we just talked about Fraser for a bit, a little bit there. The other one was Cruz. Yes. So that's the other big one, really, so far. That's just a monster trade, I think. I, was, I loved that one. I just uh, Nelson Cruz was obviously going to get dealt with how bad the Twins have been, and it's just like it's very Rays. Yeah. I mean, he's like, well, has for a long time been like one of the most consistent power hitters. I mean, at age 41, he still has a 900 OPS this year, 20 odd bombs. It's like. He, if you look at the numbers. It's give you since... reliable power production. And even better, it's not even just like, you know, like there was a few years ago you had the guys who would just hit, I guess, like younger Chris Davis to a degree, both Chris Davises, I suppose. Yeah. He's not just like a guy that hits 45 homers either. Like, if you search no. stuff over the last few years, basically, like any metric, Nelson Cruz is in like the top 10 or 15 of hitters. Yeah, he's just a really, really good hitter. He's unbelievable hitter who also mashes the ball. Yeah. I mean, um, you have to use him at DH, which is partly why he, I know he probably doesn't, not rate quite highly. doesn't, you know. His war numbers I mean, he is, are he is very bad highly, probably as well. That's uh, the other thing, is he's not on yeah. the war leaderboards, so. Yeah, yeah, doesn't play the field, which obviously does hurt your um, flexibility. But like, you know, you can have him in your lineup. A lot of teams, he's going to be like your best hitter. Yeah, what was interesting so, about that one as well is that happened early. And we're talking about all this stuff not happening yet. And that's a lot of people trying to get the best deal, supposedly, or whatever. Like it is a, yeah. a transfer, transfer deadline day in the Premier League and it is in the NBA. It all goes down to the last minute. And with that one, you don't feel like it's just kind of like a sensible raise thing where they went, yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah. Someone else is going to realise how good Nelson Cruz is soon. And also in their last 10, they've gone 7-3 now. Um, yeah. And I think exactly. a couple of days ago, they were top of the division. It's like those, if you're actually in a division race or a wildcard race or whatever, those few games make quite a lot of difference. Yeah. And I, I think you might have also dodged a bidding war. Is while we were set, there's loads of other teams saying, "Oh, we'll play this one last series, then decide if we're going to buy." One of them decides they're going to buy, and we need a DH. I mean, everyone like with a possible opening at DH should consider someone as good as Cruz. Yeah, you just open up like to being someone fighting you for him, and then you have to give up more stuff. It's like they just thought, "Yeah, that seems like a good deal. He's really good. Done it. Cool." Yeah, I think they gave up a couple of um, like hard throwing minor league pitches, didn't they? Yeah, but they just seem like, to generate they those. They just get them from anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Or just pick up anyone and make them good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, well, there's been a, a, like a, some like more minor relief pitcher moves that have been happening, which I think is a lot of the, sometimes are like actually the important ones for the trade deadline because and as we, I think we've seen it before, really, where a lot of time just one a weird dynamic with bullpens where just like one or two, like you know, you just mix it up a little bit, get some guys in that can be reliable, and suddenly it's like everyone else starts just performing better. Yeah, almost like I... settling it down. Um, so the A's got Chafin. That was a very recent one. Yeah, that's a nice pickup. Which really yeah, because nice he'd been really good. For the Cubs this year. Um, and yeah, like left the option. Again, like 
who are going to fit a lot of teams. Um, another one, actually. Well, Clay Holmes, I just wanted to mention, which is an interesting one, I think. Which is, oh, he's not actually had very good numbers this year for the Pirates. Uh, the Yankees picked him up. Um, but he has, he's had, in terms of contact numbers and ground ball rates and stuff, he's like one of the best uh, in the majors. Um, and over like long term, his sinker, like got one of the best downward breaks, got like a power sinker, one of the best downward the, breaks. Um, the people just like hit straight into home plate, basically. Yeah, yeah. over and over again. Um, so I don't know, I think... And they've, I think they've gone for that a lot recently in the bullpen, the Yankees. Uh, ground ball guys. I've seen they've got a lot, a lot of guys that have really high ground ball rates. And um, yeah, I know that could end up being a nice pickup. Although yeah, the just... Yankees probably need to do more than that if they're going to be uh, in, the, in the mix this year. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure they should do much more, but it's one of those that will be considered a masterstroke if they get back into the race. Even if he, he's obviously not going to be the main reason they're back in the race. But yeah, it's one of those, it looks smart now. It just will get lost in the the mist of time when it, if if, yeah. if they end up finishing twelve games back. I mean, they're nine and a half at the moment. Um, the big the bigger reliever stuff is will be interesting. Will be really interesting about what happens there because there's Kimbrel who's been good and yeah, and also a lot loads of money and yeah. also next year as well, which is usually. That's the sort of thing that even if someone's that good, you're not getting a lot of prospect money back with the prospect value back. Not these days, you're anyway. Paying that money. Yeah, um, and there's uh, Rodriguez of the Pirates as well, um, and Rogers at although, the Twins. Although Rogers went out of the game injured, I think yesterday. Yes, yeah, he did. Which is just like the Twins are having one of those years where basically every yeah. single thing goes wrong. Interesting thing with the twins of like what because there's a lot of talk of how bad they've been. There's like talk of you know, where they just have a fire sale, and there's cause they've got a lot of guys they could sell really. That it's just a, a strange thing with teams like that, I guess, when they've actually got a good roster and really underperform. It's like most of their players, it's like teams would be interested in. Um, but then also, I don't think they will, and don't think they necessarily should get rid of Why everyone. Is- Donaldson would be one, and he's got money. He's got money yeah. left, a lot of money left, in fact. Um, and there's talk of Buxton, but again, like yeah. he's been injured so much. There's also talk of them extending him there as well, isn't there? Yeah, but uh, the trouble is, he's one of these guys that's really hard to judge because health has been such an issue. Um, but his production's been, particularly this year, like insane. Um, what's like, how do they negotiate that? Because his figure, I just feel like it's going to be nowhere near the organization's figure, and particularly for a small market team. Yeah. How often do we see a small market team actually nail an extension for a player that's shown his level of talent, who's 27? Um, we've seen, obviously, we've seen some others recently, or ones where they've gone really early with the extension, like the Braves have done with their young guys, and the White Sox have done with some of their young guys. But it feels like they've kind of missed that point with Buxton. Yeah, way past that now. Yeah, so it's like you've got he's basically gonna say always like if I was a free agent at this age, this is what I'd look for. And they say no. Seems like how the conversation goes there. Um Kepler's one that there's been rumours of um yeah, not having his best season. But you know, left handed hitting outfielder, I'm sure people would loads of teams would be up for that. 
And then, yeah, Berrios is the big one in the rotation. Yeah, I think Berrios is the big one that will get moved. Um, and the Rogers injury thing is obviously like a big thing now because it was particularly with that. I mean, I was talking about like the Giants, if they were going to get a reliever, I think it's that sort of guy, like him or Kimbrell, are basically a, you know, the, their ballpen has actually been pretty good lately. And it's like you, any team, though, if you can add a guy that's like, like an elite closer, pretty much. Then it's like, yeah, that that helps. You know, you're pretty certain you're gonna get elite production from them. Um, but with that finger injury, it's like, you know, we don't know what what he's gonna be able to contribute this year, even if he does have another year. Does he have another year? What Rogers? Yeah, or is he a free agent? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's got another year. I'll just double check. Yeah, they they just they're in a, a horrible horrible spot. I I'd be tempted if I was them to just like go again next year and see. Yeah, he's got another year of team control. Yeah, I think they'll they'll do some moves, maybe Barrios moves and stuff, and like restock a little bit. They've um, got Pineda as well, who's an upcoming free agent. I think. Yeah, he he he's one of those that's like, yeah, he's like definitely on the trade market, but then also it's you're not getting that much. How good actually is he? You know, how much difference is he making to a team? Um, well, if you're like, I don't know, if, if you're someone like the Dodgers where you've been really struck by injuries, getting yeah. just like another arm that's going to be not a massive prospect cost, I think makes enough sense to do yeah. that. Um, we're actually really running out of time here. So we're going to throw up soon. I mean, it, it would be nice to do, to talk a bit more about this, but, you know, got time limits. Um yeah, I've, I don't know. Maybe we should wrap up. Yeah, we covered on most of the big names that covered a lot. Um, that could get moved. Maybe, maybe we'll do another one soon. Anyway, like after the deadline or something. If there, if stuff does happen, if nothing ends up happening, maybe there's no point. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably do something next week sometime. Anyway. Yeah, um, but anyway, yeah. If you've if you've liked this podcast, if you're still listening, um, just uh, remind you that you can subscribe on. Like you know, podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, many of the other ones. I think, and uh, you know, just like like the podcasts, and uh, yeah. Um, speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.